Welcome to the Lost Cause Podcast. I'm your host, the Crypt Keeper, Joshua Wilkins Hunt. And I am joined by my guests. I wonder if the mic will pick up all the sounds I'm making. I am joined by Jade. Well, I don't know how to feel about anything that just happened. (laughs) I am also joined by Harris. Spooky Hansen, stand right for the second, third week of the year. No, it's Hansen, stand right here. Pleasure to be back. I am also joined by Kale. Scream, everyone. Not Kale. Hope you all enjoy. Yes, Squeeb as a character has entirely subsumed Kale. He no longer exists. But that's not important because we are also joined by Lexis. Actually, Lexus isn't here right now. It's just oh, John. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's Lexus, guys. How's it going? What's up? Ready for some more shenanigans? Say, that was an incredible Josh voice. <laughs> well, actually, Yo, that, freak, that freaked me out. I thought I was having an out of body yes. experience. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, well, I uh, get back to my normal self. Uh, do we have a review to review? We do. And guys, you wouldn't believe it. K Junkie 70s back at it again. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, let ready? us go. Let us go. Uh, well, K Junkie uh, 70s, K Junkies 70s last. Uh, Plural. Plural. It's important. Yeah, last review was on Spotify. <laughs> if you want to review us, you can uh, review us on iTunes, on Spotify. You can send us an email, lostcostpod at gmail.com. You can jump on our Discord and leave a review there. Uh, but yeah, they did um, it last week. We got to it last week, but they actually sent it quite a while ago. It was uh, a Spotify um, review for episode 24. But the latest review is, bang, it's brand, brand new. And by brand new, I don't mean entirely brand new. It was for episode 29, your last request Ooh. episode where we all died. So 14 days ago. Uh, as of recording, but longer than that after. <laughs> uh, the review reads, uh, I can't go to another therapy session until the new year, so I guess I'll have to sit with this trauma. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10, five stars. I'm going to cry about this later. What do we think? Perfection. So good. Um, I'm going to give you... Um, Ten skateboards and then another twenty sympathy skateboards because I feel for you. Like we're sorry, we're we're actually alive. Um, we hope that makes you happy. I swear, we, we are, are alive. alive. Quick shout out to skateboards coming. Yeah, back that, was that was you. That was <laughs> you. You did that. K junkies, well done. Um, I'm I'm gonna give this. Uh, a golden mental health trophy. It's always great to appreciate therapy. And, Solid gold. You know, setting things right. Oh, no, wait, PlayStation. Platinum, sorry. Better than gold. Platinum. Um, I am sorry that we have re-sparked your need for, for therapy. Um, never know. Maybe you'll work out some frustrations along the way. Who knows? But um, we're okay. Also. We're fine. It's if you join good. our Discord, that could act like a therapy, I guess. If you like, yeah. <laughs> Keep going in normal therapy. therapy. Disclaimer: no, no. <laughs> Our Discord is, is Harris, not yeah. Harris has a psych degree. Um, <laughs> I do, but I'm not a qualified therapist. You know what? We can all give therapy as our characters. You know, disclaimer: none of our characters are therapists. But if you want to give you it want a go, some good old advice <laughs> from your favorite characters, just hit us up. D&D is therapeutic and not therapy. Do not use D&D to replace <laughs> actual therapy. Um, I think this review is great. Again, just really reinforces that the people that are listening to the show very much get the vibe. Um, I uh, am torn, though, through this review because uh, great that you're in therapy. I think that's very cool. I, too, am in therapy, and it does wonders for me. I love it so much going over Christmas. It is tough. So I'm sorry that we had a trauma to you. But if you just had fucking faith in the Dragon Queen, (laughs) you'd be fine. 
You don't need to be concerned. We were told you, we were coming back. You heard back. it here first. You heard it here first, folks. Harris says religion over therapy. Does the Dragon Queen believe in therapy? Watch me so cut all that take. shit out. <laughs> <laughs> now, thank you very much for your review. I give it a pride of the south on a skateboard, but not a horse. What the hell? What does that even mean? There's it's, a horse it's on a skateboard? It's a modern pride scale of the here, bro. Fly to Dunedin. Have a look at the bronze statue outside Dunedin Airport. Picture not a horse, but a skateboard. Can I picture a skateboarding horse? <laughs> no. No, you're not allowed. <laughs> Never. I can't get that image out Bless of my head. You have to, you have to earn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, piggybacking off of my temporary review system, I'm going to give this a... Call me. Maybe. Give me a call. Hey, I just <laughs> met you. <laughs> a Carly Rae Gibson <laughs> amount of points. Really? <laughs> Knowing who this is, super concerned about the just met you part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just, just call me. Call your therapist again. It's the new year. Good luck, King. You got this. Setting with it, it's an important part of growth. <laughs> you know, as it comes for me to review this review, I'm drawn to... One of my favorite Plato quotes. And that quote is, reality is created by the mind. We can change our reality by changing our mind. And that is how I feel about this review review. Again, there's a, is, it's precise, but it really, it really shows how one mind can affect another mind. Or in this case, our minds could negatively affect two, <laughs> two K-junkies' minds. Uh, <laughs> So in addition, piling on top of that golden trophy, the skateboards, uh, the whatever Harris said, because I wasn't listening when he was talking, my bad. It's justified. I'm also going to put three thumbs up. Again, three thumbs up because that's more thumbs than you need, uh, but less than you'd hope for. Um, and I it's cannot... the extra thumb from the therapist. That's right. <laughs> this is one of your therapist's thumbs. They were not happy to give it up, uh, but it's yours now. Enjoy. <laughs> Yeah, and with that, I think we're going to get into the recap. Uh, who wants? Who wants to do the recap? We should have someone volunteer to do the recap today. I'll do the recap as long as nobody laughs. No promises. That's my that's my <laughs> stipulation. Just mute us so you, you don't know. No, if, you, if anyone laughs, you have to do the recap. That's how this Not works fun. now. Ooh, you'll like, <laughs> be so funny now. I'm not trying. <laughs> Don't be so inherently laughable, Joyce. In the last episode, we woke up from our deaths, which was horrifying to some people, gratifying to others. Uh, turns out that a few of us in our afterlife saw some people we really wanted to see, and some of us didn't. And Halcyon might have discovered God? As we discussed the implications of this, uh, we found out that we now have a new mission from Lamb Talith. We have a new mission from Lamb Talith uh, to enter the desert and go do some shenanigans over there. And then we found Wenwen Stone Cheeks in the bottom of our tower. That's not a euphemism. We <laughs> he was <laughs> he came to discuss. Uh, Crixia and Squeeb's seemingly magical time powers um, to invite them to an astrology guild in the middle of the desert that may or may not be doing some weird things and trying to steal all of their stuff. Who knows? Maybe we'll find out if we ever visit there. But that's pretty much all that happened in the last episode. As you emerge from Verdir's tower into... Poaha, at night, you're in the center of the city. Uh, sorry, it's not quite night. You see that the sun is cresting the horizon, getting ready to descend and bring night to the city of Titan in Poaha. What do you do? 
Well, uh, Squeeb, you wanted to go do the shopping, yes? I did, but I, I sort of more wanted scrolls, and then I, I kind of realized that um, the only way to get scrolls is to either get someone to make them for you or sneak into the school. So it's fine. I'm sure I'll find some magic people on the way. Maybe something outside the city. Who knows? To Tria's knowledge, is there any place anywhere in Titan that sells magical things, including, like, health potions? Oh, yeah. That Maybe. might be helpful. <laughs> potions? Yes. Uh, scrolls? No. Think of it as... Think of it as there's, like, a, delight, a dividing line between the arcane and the apothecary. I suppose. If it's considered an arcane item, it is basically, I mean, everything is a controlled substance in Titan. Even music is a controlled substance in Titan. But getting your hands on something that has legitimate damaging arcane potential, super hard. Very, very difficult. Uh, getting your hands on something that is like a healing draft or like a potion that provides like resistances or anything like that is is a lot easier um that is assuming of course you go through legal channels there are extra legal ways to get the things that you want using your coin extra if you know legal? the right people mm -hmm. um you you obviously don't have to say a specific place if if you don't want to but one of the places in the desert would i know i know a lot of them wouldn't but it like there's two that might possibly with but i know or would Crixia obviously know if they do like magic scrolls and stuff for squib uh message me the places you're thinking of cool cool well uh the only other option is if you do want to break into this place no it's okay it's not worth the trouble like i've i've got spells you know it, it's just a wizard thing i just you know always wanting more it's fine. Don't worry about it. Once we are successful, Squeeb, and you have increased your rank, you will be able to apply to the school and study legitimately. Yeah. Tree's going to very quickly, like, hushed tone, remind everyone that we are now outdoors. So, discussing oh, robbing yeah. a magic school is probably not a good idea. <laughs> I was just kidding. What, what a mean? fantastic joke you made, Crixia. <laughs> as if. As, well, as if. You, you know me with my size. I could not sneak anywhere. No, you are a bull in a china shop for sure. Well, I um, have had more than enough of you for some time. <laughs> Uh, I believe it's no, it's no slight. I do not mean it as a slight, but I think I just could use a bit of my own time. So I might retire for the evening. Me too. Um, should we meet at the at the gate at first light? Is that a good idea? That sounds like a brilliant idea, Squeak. Thank you again, everyone. All right, team. Uh, you you too, Halcyon. We will see you at first light. Halcyon does a little oh, bow. Wait, before, then... before we all separate, uh, I do believe that uh, one of us needs to sort out some accommodation of a place to stay. Ah, uh, well, I mean, I was probably just going to find somewhere to hole up, but I... <clears throat> Love to know if anyone has any recommendations. Don't know if there's a lot of places to just pay to stay. We could probably stay at Auntie Storm's um, bakery. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure it it'll be fine. Well into the evening. I mean, it, I, she's probably got it will... like locked up, but like, I mean, I'll just go through the back door. It's fine. She always keeps a key somewhere. I can't tell you where, because that'll be breaking her trust, but... Fair enough. Um, I will uh, go back to my house and gather my most important things and uh, 
I assume you are staying with Foresight at Yeah, we're just par- Yeah, we're just parked outside. So um, I guess I'll meet you there if you, you know, unless you need a hand carrying some stuff. Um I probably not a lot. <clears throat> Most of it is paperwork that I don't need a lot of anymore. Um I will meet you there. All right. See you in the morning, team. And I'll um uh, with Tria saying she didn't need any help, um, Crixie would nod and head back to the other city. Halcyon, uh, yeah, will head to his house, but en route wants to stop at the Halls of History. Absolutely. <clears throat> we'll follow you first, Halcyon. Uh, you make your way towards your humble home, and on the way you divert. Uh, it's not much of a diversion. It's pretty close by to Verdia's Tower, considering it's a rather important building. It is also centrally placed as you head towards the Halls of History. Uh, you arrive. It's it's late at night, uh, but there are still some some workers. Nobody in, in your sort of section of the Halls of History. So no one you recognize at first glance, but people you recognize as as peers in this space um as you see there uh there's a red and blue dragonborn who are having a a hushed conversation outside seemingly on break before they head back inside to do some late night work i'm just gonna like halcyon will just head down walk through to like gurgic's office just make his way to gurgic's office um yeah you slip up the the stairs into the like staff only floor I don't imagine to find Gurdjick here, but is he here? No. Um, in fact, as you approach Gurdjick's office, you look inside it. He runs a very tight ship, and uh, there's a very fine layer of dust over everything inside his office. <laughs> is he still fucking sitting there? He will be, eh? He'll still, he'll still be waiting for his meeting. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. (laughs) (laughs) I can neither confirm nor deny his whereabouts. If he starves to death while he's waiting, does that mean Halstone gets an automatic promotion? (laughs) Not automatically, but... In theory. Man, Teldris is the worst. How long has it been? It's been like a week, right? Or maybe not that long. It's not been that long. It's been like a day or two or three (laughs) or four. (laughs) Let's call it a long weekend. He's been sitting outside of (laughs) him. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll go into his office then and I'll... um, I just quickly want to pen a message and I know that he's got the like pneumatic tubes um yeah and mem- like remembering how he sent um a message uh through to Priltash I want to pen a message to Priltash um that basically says um outlines when when stone cheeks the conversation that we had with him the uh, astrologers guild and potential locations of it uh, and that it's of a, of a high risk that should be removed because uh, additional magic's being used in and around Titan is, is a danger. Um, and that uh, I felt that Priltash, being the head of faith, was the most important person to entrust this information to. Uh, I will write that, roll it up, put it in the pneumatic tube, and then I will head home. Absolutely. And of course, because it's Gurdjieff's office, that will go uh, almost certainly, that'll be in Priltash's hands tomorrow by midday cool I, I then press the digitation Gurdjieff's desk tidy everything up and then I look as you're leaving there is also a package wrapped on Gurdjieff's desk there is no note no stamp no seal just twine wrapped around it that is also a little dusty would that strike me as odd uh only 
if your assumption that Gurdjick is still waiting for his meeting, uh, then it is not weird. But you also know that because of his position as a silver tier citizen, um, he would get access to things that are a little more, a little more high risk than you would. So this object could be pretty important. Cassian stands for a full minute in this room looking at that package. Takes like a short, sharp breath in, turns heel and just leaves it on the desk and will leave. Perfect. Uh, you make your way home. Uh, Tria, let's go with you next. Where are you heading? Uh, just as she said, she is heading back to her, I guess, previous house to collect anything of general importance and then head to Dwarven Delicious. You do so, you make your way back home, uh, up the stairs, in through the side door. Roll. Uh, actually, your passive perception is quite good, right? Quite. Someone's been here while you've been away. Any orange strands of hair left behind? Nothing that obvious. It's just that sensation that not everything is where you left it as you come back. It has been a long day. You have passed beyond the line between life and death itself, but that doesn't undo your keen mind. And you know that not everything is where you left it. Mm-hmm. Can Tria look around for any more of those stones? Because you mentioned the stones specifically, you are able, after like four minutes of searching, you are able to find one uh, placed in like a little side drawer next to where you sleep. Yeah. Tria will grab it without saying a word um, and will like walk outside. Is there like a garbage can or something. Most of the bathrooms in Poaha are public, so you could go to a bathroom and just like flush it if you wanted to. Keeping an eye on her house as she does this, she's going to go and flush the stone. You do so? Uh, she will head back inside and have like one last sweep around, making sure that there is no other stones or listening devices or crazy magic bullshit um and then we'll start gathering a couple of bags full of important stuff family photos some clothes probably um and then any of the like generally important documents that she needs yeah <clears throat> You gather, yeah, everything with sentimental value, everything with significant financial value, and then, of course, a few hand-drawn maps, some notes you've taken on the hatchery, the Statewell hatchery, and you pack your bags for a significant stay. I will say, as you are gathering your things, and with a thorough search of your home, you realize that a few more things are missing. A few little bits and bobs here and there. Um, not what you would expect. Nothing to do with your <clears throat> thorough investigation of where your kids are currently being held, um, depending on who you ask. But objects that have sentimental value, they are like brushes you would have used when you were still living elsewhere before you moved to Titan. There are bits of like not real valuable jewelry, but jewelry that at some point Fitch would have made for you. Perhaps when you guys were a lot younger. Small things like that are missing. Tria is just 
she's gonna gather up anything else that she thinks might be deemed sentimental by anyone wandering into this house just so that there's no chance that he's getting anything else. Um, and then she's going to like walk up to one of the walls and just scratch with her claws into the wood or sandstone, sorry. Um, just one word and it just says goodbye. And then leave. You do so. <clears throat> the bags are, are not insignificant. I'll say you've got two large satchels, one over each shoulder, um, as you make your way to Dwarven Delicious. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Squeeb, would you and Foresight be camped up outside Dwarven Delicious? Um, yeah, would be waiting for Tria, um, but on my way home, I would have just been constantly casting message to uh, Auntie Storm uh, and just constantly being like, Hey, can you hear me? Are you listening? Can you hear me? Am I close enough yet? Um, and just, yeah, constantly. <laughs> if I get nothing, I mean, that's fine. I know where the key is, but like... Um, I do, I'm just wanting to like sort of let her know that um, someone is going to be staying in the bakery in her little like in the downstairs part yeah I'll say from like <clears throat> like four houses over um, you finally get a response from her what right um okay what I'll meet you outside and right. um you approach the door opens, standing there is the incredibly buff Dwarven woman, Renlin Stormbraid, owner of Dwarven Delicious, uh, Auntie Storm to you. She stands there in, like, her night clothes, her arms crossed, her jacked arms crossed. What? what what's I'm happening? I'm really sorry, but, um, one of my close friends really needs a place to stay. She's been, um, she's been having a, a bit of trouble lately. Um, a lot of personal issues that I'm sure she'll fill you in if, if you know, if she feels like she wants to. But um, let's just say I, I really feel for her. Like she's gone through a real tough time. Um, but I, I, I would offer my place, but she would not fit. Um, so <laughs> I, I like because I'm you know. You <laughs> <laughs> um, because I'm camped out outside i just thought it would be a good place for her to stay um i hope that's okay with you um if not i will clear out my store and i'll i'll you know sleep on the roof or something no it's fine it's fine all right um on a scale of one to five how much trouble is it like i she just needs like a bed to sleep on trouble or does she need like the hidden compartment um, trouble I think she just needs a bed to sleep on, but, I mean, if you've got a hidden compartment, I mean, there's someone who's been giving her a little bit of trouble as well, um, and it, it would be better if he didn't know where she was staying. Um. Well, I'm I'm not going no, to tell then that's fine. That's certain. Yeah, well. Okay. So, like, you didn't give me oh, a number. Um, I'd say a, a one to five, about a three. Okay, so like a, a bed that's out of the way, but not quite like hidden in a recess in a wall. Yeah, not so much that hidden. Um, but I, I mean, she'll okay. probably tell you whether or not it's a five or not. But um, I mean, in my opinion, from my understanding, it's probably a, about a three, maybe a four. Um, it's not like trouble with the law or anything. Um, I don't think it would get you in trouble or anything like that. It's just, um, yeah, she's a little bit homeless at the moment, and I, you know, I've I've been there, and um, so, you know, I I just thought I, I've. I mean, t technically, I think you are still homeless. What? 
you sleep in your it's a mobile stall. home squeeze <laughs> she, she nods she smiles and gives um foresight some scratches <laughs> under his big lizard chin I mean if she's a friend of yours Squeeb I'll look after her I don't want you sleeping outside so that someone else thank you it, it means a lot and I like you've met her before and I feel like you guys would really get along to be perfectly honest once you get to know each other a bit better as long as she's not expecting a, a mint on the pillow. <laughs> no, I, I don't think she'd expect anything like that. Um, but yeah, okay. Um, I, I mean, I know where the key is, so I like if you want to go to bed, I can let her in when she gets here. And um, I suppose, well, we're sort of heading out quite early in the morning, so we probably won't see you. Although you are a baker, so we might see you. Um, but yeah. I am also Yeah, so we early. might see you in the morning. Um, if not... Uh, I hope you have a wonderful day and a great sleep, and I'll see you uh, later on. Well, just before you scurry yeah. off, little Bodium, there was a... And she clasps her hands behind her back and starts pacing. There was a event earlier today. One, uh, you know, I'm not... I don't tend to frequent events thrown by the Pentorum because you know you know how I feel about them and it is strongly fair enough but I had to do a little business with somebody who was there so I happened to be nearby and while I was there you wouldn't you wouldn't believe it Squeeb but I saw a figure in a cage preparing for some battle to the death who looked awfully awfully familiar isn't that strange yes that is strange <laughs> yes that's what that's what i said to myself i'm like who would i recognize that would be fighting in a cage match surely surely <laughs> no one you know no one incredibly close um, to me that means i'm gonna put my um, finger on her lips and start casting message at this point um the streets listen to everything, so you know, just let's just have this conversation in our heads, okay? I mean, that is a smart idea, but I've broken every listening post of myself oh. in, you know, a couple blocks of here, so we're fine. God damn, you're um, smart. <laughs> I'm just <Damn>. old. <laughs> That lady's small. I'm just old and I know better. I've got a lot to learn from you. What was that? <laughs> Someone's listening. Perhaps you're right. We should speak in our heads. Um, you know I can't lie to you, so... Yes? Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm yes. waiting for you to tell yes, me what was, was me. going on. Um, it was Pentorum business. Uh, we were doing a little mission, um... Don't worry, I'm I'm not getting too messed up in this business. It's just a, a simple trade, and um, yeah, we we did the thing that we needed to. We succeeded, um, and we're on our fourth mission tomorrow. There's something you said, Squeeb, that I would like to just sort of grab onto for a second. Not getting too messed up. What would you consider? getting messed up <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you I hadn't considered that it was just something that came out of my mouth and I'm sorry because listen you're young and I know you command significant power for your age I know you're toddling around with those magic books but if you don't have the wisdom to carry you through these dangerous situations, it's best you avoid them until you maybe have a little bit more life experience. I mean, look, I'm old. And that's for a dwarf. So I'm old, old. And I still know better than to get into a, a cage match. You know what it I was, mean? It was staged. It was a staged cage match. Oh, yeah. of course Of course, it was. see, you know. 
Um, I mean, th there were promises that were made, Great. and I mean, obviously, we had to take them on their word. Um, but we did have a ring to, you know, a magic ring to tell if people were lying or not. So, I mean, that helped us trust them a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was all staged. Um, so, it's there's no need to worry there. She, like, visibly relaxes. She stops tensing and so, like, leans over. Okay, good, because I heard that most of the people involved in that died. I'm glad it was staged. Yeah. Yeah, it will. And I'm glad that you wouldn't lie to me. I would never me, lie to you. Because you're... And she, she puts her hand on your shoulder and gets down to your level, which she doesn't have to go down very far. She is a dwarf. And that's, you know, the most important thing, Squeeb, is that, that you can be honest with me. Always. Okay. And now, Squeeb, I would like you to roll a deception check. Wait, what? Because you died. You fully died. And she was like, oh, good, I thought I you would die. I didn't I didn't die. I just said some people died. <laughs> You also didn't say you did die. <laughs> You're being deceptive. <laughs> this, is, this whole scene is deception. <laughs> also, I mean, including the oh, it, it was staged. The way one fight was staged. The way Squeak <laughs> said, "Yeah, after after I thought people had died, Squeak just went, yeah." It was like the most guilty year ever. Um, instead of rolling, I'm just gonna say. Okay, yeah, I died, but <laughs> I'm alive. I'm not dead. The, the the like the staging part was for us to die and be brought back with magic. Her, you feel her grip tighten on your shoulder as you say that. <laughs> Sorry, you what? I may have died for a few minutes or so. Actually, I don't know how long for, but... Well, it had to have been a minute, because otherwise I wouldn't be here. Um, but, but yeah. I died. Um, although, I didn't quite die. I ended up in a place with Squinton. My... Grandfather? I don't know. I'm not super sure who that is. But I feel like we're... We're moving relatively quickly past the part that's important to me. <laughs> you died, Squeeb. Do I look dead to you? Not at the moment, but if you interrupt me again, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Squeeb looks down and shuts his mouth. Look, I told your parents that if anything ever happened to them, I would look after you. And you going into cage matches where you die makes it very hard for me to look after you. So, I'm going to house your friend and I'm not going to ask any questions because your friend needs a place to stay. But I'm going to need you to keep me in the loop from now on. Because if something happens to you and I can't do anything about it, then... I've let down you, and I've let down your parents. And that's not something I want to do. Yes, Auntie Snow. Um, and, I, <laughs> and I'll just say, okay, well, let me bring you up to speed then. <laughs> and I'm just going to relay everything. Absolutely oh. everything. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I'm going to tell her what we're doing tomorrow. I think Trey will get there before, <laughs> yeah. before you're done, yeah. surely. Yeah, Tria, you arrive to see that um, Squeeb is hurriedly casting uh, the message spell to Ridland Stormbraid, whose face is like blank. <laughs> she... Because Squeeb has to cast it like every six seconds, so he's doing the motions. Um... Am I interrupting something? As Trey like lowers her bags off her oh, shoulders. Um, you guys have met before. Um, but yeah, um, Auntie Storm, this is who's gonna be staying with us for a little bit. If that's okay with you. 
she is <laughs> she's in one of the stages of grief uh, <laughs> you can't tell which one from her face right okay I can go somewhere else if you no, need you're fine <laughs> she turns again just a million miles away she turns she heads inside the building um she hasn't gone for very long before she comes back with like uh, a pillow a blanket she like hands them over to you Tria and she says um head downstairs into the distillery go to the biggest barrel knock on it three times there's a room behind it oh uh, thank you uh, uh I'll see you in the morning probably and I'll let you get back to this and she'll just like very quickly scuttle down the stairs <laughs> and follow instructions with your insight you can tell that the atmosphere is tense <laughs> yeah. as you walk away <laughs> clearly need some lessons Kel from me <laughs> on how to duck and weave those questions properly <laughs> we would never know with Auntie Storm <laughs> Yeah, she's probably got a feet that means that she can read Squeeb. <laughs> Squeeb and only Squeeb. Um, Squeeb's been caught out too many times as a kid to, to ever lying in. He's been caught every time. So he's like, he's learned his lesson. Love it. Love it. <laughs> dry, though. He'll still dry. <laughs> I've learned my lesson. See, that's... <laughs> See, that's the rebellious, just came back yeah. from death, uh, my chemical Bodian listening squeeze. <laughs> my oh, chemical <laughs> Bodian, she's done it. She's done it. Wrap it up. That's the pod. Podcast ended. A week later in the recording. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's certainly a story. She sits down and gestures for you to sit down next to her, Squib. On the yeah, the I sit down immediately. Do you know what your parents were doing when they left? Not Squeeb? quite, but I knew that they were out in the desert uh, and that they had a guide, and I actually met the guide, uh, sort of, in the arena. Um, again, this conversation continued as via your suggestion of message, so nobody can hear it. Your parents were some of the best smugglers I've ever had a chance to work with. Interesting. They brought <laughs> in more treasure from old uh, draconic tombs in well in a day then I've seen wait my my analogy's gotten away from me let me start again I'm still kind of processing everything you just shared um the whole cathedral you blew up the undying cathedral <laughs> and not anyway no not important listen well we didn't the zealot did Right, right. I'm still... Look, this Halcyon fellow sounds like a bad influence. If you don't mind... I've got my eye on him. Don't don't you worry. Okay. Anyway, your parents, incredible. Uh, they would loot a room in minutes. Everything that wasn't bolted to the floor would be packed, processed, and ready to go. Um, and so many ancient draconic artifacts have passed through their hands because they were trying to save up coin, Squeeb. Now, I don't know what happened to that coin, but I know that their plan was to get enough so that they could sail away from Puaha, so that you and she, like, jabs you in your chest with one of her fingers, you could live a life anywhere else but here. Where else? This place Where treats... else can I go? Well... 
I don't anywhere. know anywhere else. There are swamps. I don't want to live in a swamp. There are... I'm a Bodian. Surely it's better than this horrible heat. Covered in mud all the time? Ugh. Gross. There are places that are cooler. There are... Well, I mean, there are grand cities that have arcane... Ar- arcan- arcanology? Arcanology? Arcanical things around every corner where even the, the lights are powered by magic. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I get your point, and, like, I don't want to stay here forever because I, I don't agree with anything that this town is about, um, but, I mean, I still need money to do that, and this this is kind of how I'm doing it. The whole trinket business isn't really working out very well, and I don't know if it's due to me being a poor salesman, a poor craftsman, or, or both. Who knows? But... <laughs> But, but I do need a decent chunk of money to leave. Um, and when I do, and not an if, when, I would really like you to come with me. Well, I'm... I'm too old. You're never too old. To go traveling anymore. Plus, there are some people here, not just you... There are some people here who rely on me. In fact, I think you should rely on me a little more than you do, Odian. Maybe you wouldn't have died today. But I also wouldn't have gotten paid 40 platinum heads, and I give her 20 heads. She does this motion with her hand, where they, like, slide into the palm of her hand, and then she tilts it so they all slide back into yours. Yeah, that looks like 40 platinum. Yep. You know, that'd probably be enough to get you a sh- a, a one-way ship ride out it of here. It wouldn't be enough for me to survive out of here, though. Because, again, I'd still need to find some form of work, and my line of work right now is not great. Maybe it's just the town. Maybe I do just leave. Hmm. No. How much would you need? Ah. How much would you need to leave? I'd say... Oh, wow. For starters, I'd need to get the money changed from stupid fucking heads to platinum. Um, but for me to do my work here, I need them as platinum heads, because they're not worth as much without them being platinum heads. So, to leave here, I'd need to get all, all, uh, maybe like, 100, 150 platinum. And... I reckon I could get out of there and, like, trade it to, trade it to, you know, actual platinum. And then I could pay for a ride out of here. I could set up a new new home, maybe an actual shop that's not on wheels. And, like, I could get, I could get foresight a house. Like, so many things. I could learn magic. I could learn so much magic with that money. But also I understand... I understand that you, you know, it's pretty selfish of me to to want you to come with me. Um, I get that there's lots of people relying on you. Um, and, you know, it's it's okay. But I, I will, you know, I'd like to visit you or you come visit me sometimes. She looks up to the stars, night sky above Titan. I mean, I guess it would be nice to, you know, spend my twilight years somewhere other than this awful desert. Well, you know us Bodians only live to forty, so, <laughs> so, so if if you get if you if you're alive and well, when I'm alive and well, you you've always got a place with me. You know what, Squeeb? I've... I've never really thought about it, but... Maybe I could leave with you. Okay. I could... If I can set somebody up to do what I do, then... Well... There's nothing stopping me from going. 
What do you mean? Tell you what. Well, I guess I did ask for honesty from you. Roll me a persuasion check, Squib. <laughs> this ain't gonna be great. I'm gonna do it with my lucky feet. First use. That is... Oh, God. Uh, that is a three and... And a 17. I'll take the 17. Squeeb, I... I'm not just a baker. Okay. I don't know if you noticed, but the store is almost always empty. I suppose you're... you're right. I thought that was, you know, I thought you were just having a rough week. Or month. Or years. That's not good. Look, the work that your parents did was to get artifacts, loot, anything that could be sold. My job was to sell them to whatever elves found their way here from the Elven Empire, any tourists, any people who are clearly just pirates trying to lay low for a little while. That was my job, was to sell those things. Interesting. And I may or may not have a little bit of money tucked away. Okay. How about you finish whatever this job is, Squeeb? You do what you need to do. And once all's said and done, once you've crossed the T's and you've dotted the I's, you and me, we leave. We really? leave. Titan, we never come back. Are you serious? Yeah. 100%. Okay. Oh, this is so exciting. We're going to have so many cool adventures. I was hoping that, you know, we'd head somewhere safer, settle down. You know, you could study magic within a... Yeah, yeah. Safe safe controlled environment, safe you know. Ones, you know? Like... Sure. Safe Going on safe some big old hikes, uh, you know. Discovering some stuff that doesn't require us fighting anyone. I know you're young, and the idea of a peaceful, quiet life might sound a little boring, but it can be better than the alternative, which is dying, <laughs> like you did today! To be honest with you, I don't know if I can actually die holding this book. <laughs> she laughs, and then her face goes serious in a flash, and she stares at you and says... If you push your luck, I'll kill you myself. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Good. I, I mean it. I will bring back your ghost so I can punch you. I'll, I, I don't know how I do that. I don't, I don't know anything about magic. I don't even know if that's possible, but I'll figure it out. Okay. Okay. So, just in case, just in case you careful. do need to know, um, you know, you just go find a good old cleric, nice powerful cleric, and pay them a bunch of coin, and they'll do it for you. They'll, they'll punch bring you back so you can punch <laughs> them yourself. For me? Well, so possibly. <laughs> I'm hoping, and she crosses her fingers, that we won't have no, to do but... that. Just yeah. look after yourself. Of course. And, okay. Quick question. Yeah? I know that Crixie is in your little band of, of misfits. The four squeebsons? That's yeah. what you called it? Has she been doing a, a good enough job, you know, keeping an eye out for you? Making sure you didn't get into too uh... much danger? She been looking out for you? Yeah. Why do you ask? And how do you know Crixian? I mean, I know you. I know you, you met told her me before, about her in your story. Did she make some sort of promise to you or something? Yes, 
I asked her very nicely to look after oh. my... Well, you're, you're not my grandson, but, I mean, you know, my... You can neighbor. call me your grandson if you like. My <laughs> friend's kid. What are you to me? You're you my grandson or you're my neighbor? I can't remember. <laughs> Don't you hate that? Don't you hate when you forget if it's your neighbor or if it's your grandson? <laughs> <laughs> the snort. No, I'm just going to recover it until the snort. <laughs> Fuck, I hate when I go over to borrow a cup of sugar and then I realize it's actually my grandson. I should have been looking up. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, there was a point to that, team. <laughs> I, I mean, I... I guess. And she pulls you into a hug, Squeeb. She's very careful not to Yeah, I squeeze you. as hard as I can, but she can barely feel it. And you feel. Yeah. All right, grandson. If it's all right with you, I'm still going to call you Auntie Storm. Uh, and on that note, we move away to Crixia, who's made her way outside the city walls, across the <clears throat> sands, as you crest one of the sand dunes you see in the distance the same small little spot of veil that you created inadvertently it's still there uh, give that a wide Hasn't change. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm pretty sure it's, it's not actually near my house because we moved away but I give it a wide berth anyway yeah <laughs> It's, def it's definitely easy to see as you approach your house. You can still see it from your house. Even though it is darker, um, the sun having set by the time you get home. Um, and as you approach, it's quiet, which is unusual. Giggles isn't exactly a quiet creature. I swear to God, I could kill my pet. <laughs> you created that. Words that giant wall of veil thank you very much <laughs> sorry I okay. thought you were blaming me for a second sorry Kale I was talking to Josh <laughs> <laughs> that's where my mind went my mind went to um, like he went into the veil and then just like fears. died <laughs> either way Josh's fault either way um uh Grixie was like part way through pulling out some like meat for giggles and then looks around for him noticing obviously like no sounds or, but also like looks for anything out of place roll me a perception check is it disadvantage it is because you have a, a layer a level of exhaustion I nearly said a layer <laughs> of exhaustion like it's a cake oh <laughs> That's highly irritating. <laughs> that went from a natural 20. I'm taking that as a... To oh, a no. I don't know what my perception is. I think it's like a plus two, but I'm guessing I fail. <laughs> you are so tired. It is hard to make out anything. All you know is that it's way quieter than it should be out here. The only, the only sound around you is the winds howling. Cool. Um, Grixie will like call out for giggles and put his food in the usual place, and then head inside. Like just assuming, you know, he's he's wandered off to get himself some food or something. That's fine. Um, and then we'll head inside to open the letter from when when, when but something. When when. when. <laughs> As you lift the sort of the flap of the tent uh, and you enter, you see Giggles completely still lying on the ground. I swear to God, Josh, me and you, we're going to have some fights. Um, <laughs> Not even worse. <laughs> fights. Crazy <laughs> um, will rush over to Giggles and like check for any like wounds and breathing and all the typical you found someone potentially murdered in your house shit no wounds 
He is breathing, <laughs> but it is very oh, typical. Like, you found someone minute Very deep. <laughs> yeah. You guys don't know Crixie's backstory. Yeah. Maybe she's found a bunch of yeah. people. <laughs> you don't house. fucking know Harris. <laughs> is it like regular breathing, or is it like shallow, struggling to breathe type? Deep, deep, deep breathing. Deep breathing. Um. On closer inspection, uh, with your passive perception, you can see that there is, like, rapid eye movement, even though the eyes are closed. Uh, it looks like Giggles is having a deep, deep dream. A deep, deep sleep. I don't trust that. At all. <laughs> I mean, I love Giggles, but I don't trust that. Um, Crixie will, like, pick him up and put him on all of the the cushions that are in the corner um so that he's like at least comfortable i guess um and i know not to wake people up from terrible dreams they may stab you and giggles is worse so um she'll she'll keep an eye on him yeah while she opens the letter like actually i think i think Lexus has the point here. Would you guys wake up Giggles if Giggles was no, sleeping? No. I wouldn't touch. I wouldn't I even get no. close to him. I wouldn't be in the same <laughs> room as him while I am yeah. sleeping. <laughs> while, while I'm awake, even like <laughs> not on purpose, <laughs> not on purpose anyway. <laughs> like next time you wake up, Giggles is in your bedroom. <laughs> if he's in my bedroom when I wake up, he is getting time blasted to hell. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't even be able to blame you for that one. That seems that would scare the shit out of me. Uh, you open the letter, and as you do, on it is a simple sketch. Someone has used charcoal to draw almost like a child's drawing of a compass that you, being a desert wanderer being a bit of a survivalist out here in the Quaha Desert no is not pointing north okay okay um can I sit and like decipher the, the like I assume it's like directions of some kind to where this like hidden school is Yeah, that's, it's a safe assumption, but it seems that this is deliberately vague, so that if this was intercepted, no one would would know immediately what it was for or where it led to. Okay. Um, Grixie will like memorize it, um, and then tuck it into one of her chests because there's certain people on her team that you know she doesn't trust for some crazy reason. <laughs> um, and then. We'll keep an eye on, on Giggles for a little while. Um, you hear a crunch of sand outside. She will grab her staff uh, and go move towards like the, the, the doorway, but like to the side so that she can't be seen as she looks out to see who's... You move the tent, you look outside, and you see a young Bodian standing like a hundred feet away from you. Bye. They turn invisible. Every time. <laughs> well, if you ever feel like you do want to chat for whatever you're hanging around, I I may possibly have some things to trade with you too for your for your hometown. Whenever you feel that you wish to talk to me. Okay. Stay safe. Desert is not a, the friendliest of places at night. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I'd, I'd have more to follow you if you didn't run away from me every time. It's about all I can say to you. There's no response. Can I see if I can see any, like, footprints but... left behind? Absolutely. Roll me a perception check. But disadvantage because you're exhausted. If I get another nat 20 that I have to, like... Just get two nat 20s Mother. and then you're good. You're joking. <sighs> but I got a net 20. 
and a nat mm-hmm. one. And? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuck. <laughs> the wind is strong enough that it's picking up bits of sand as it moves, and those bits of sand very easily dis- disguise the little footfalls of a Bodian traversing the, the desert. One day, I'm I'm going to be able to have a proper conversation with you. Um, as she'll head inside and try to wake Giggles up. Oh, that was pretty close. I wonder if they'll ever find out what I'm doing, because I'm a big loose end at the minute. It's very unclear what I'm up to. But do you want to know what I'm up to, listener? What I'm up to is I'm secretly telling people that they should get in on the Lost Cause Pod train. Choo choo! That's right. <laughs> you, we have. You could send us an email at the Lost Cause Pod Gmail. You could, uh, you could like us, leave a review on whatever your platform of choice is. See platform that kind of brings it back around to the train metaphor. Um, also, there's a Discord. So if you want to talk to other nerds who are into the same nerdy things you are, why not get amongst it? It's fun. Okay, that's me, Bodie, and out. Peace.